0: Baby, it's time to let the old ways die Baby, it's time to let
1: the old ways die it Takes a lot to change, man Hell, it takes a lot to On try. this week's edition of Baby, the Brotherly Love the Eagles Podcast Literally, die. barely anything to do with football then we
2: should give people a Survivor update. What do we think about this season of Survivor? I'm loving it, although I'm concerned for my friend Christian.
1: Yeah, no, I have a big, really interesting Christian, but he's definitely going down this episode. Yeah. People are realizing. I can't believe they didn't snipe down Angelina last episode. Ugh, seriously. I thought they were going to whisper, whisper into an Angelina vote.
2: Yeah, they just whispered for, like, nothing. That was such a tease. Yeah, they were clearly like, Stick with the plan. <laughs> All
1: this and more Take spirits from my past and bring them here. You no, know I would. No, I would. Nobody speaks to God these days. Nobody speaks to God these days. Hello and welcome to the week ten sad sack edition of the Brotherly Love Eagles podcast. (laughs) The Eagles uh, lose in terrible fashion to the thoroughly mediocre to below average Cowboys, 27 to 20, and are still mathematically in the playoff race, but I think we can all agree that I think we're ruling this team out of the playoffs right now.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I agree with that statement.
1: Silent assent. The Eagles mathematically do have a thirty-five percent chance still to make to the playoffs. Although the, if they had won, they would have a seventy percent chance. So they pretty much have to run the table from here on out. It's got to be shades of two thousand six. But Ooh. that's our only hope.
2: And Ronald Darby's out for the year, so their secondary is more depleted.
1: Yeah, Ronaldo is out for the year, so. Let's take a step back, my siblings. What <laughs> is wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles? Amanda, you go first.
0: Um, well, I think it uh, sounds like from everything I've watched and read, Dougie, B, Dougie P's play calling is a big issue. And clearly the – lack of execution but particularly in the beginning of the game i think matt you sent that link to the the nbc sports story where they're talking about the disparity between the first quarter points this season compared to last season and i mean i kind of knew just from watching the games that they weren't scoring very well in the beginning of the games but i didn't realize how abysmal it was and yeah they're constantly playing catch up and uh it's not a good it's not a good look. It's not a good look for when you're trying to make the playoffs.
1: Ray Diddy was all fired up on Eagles post game live. Diddy was
2: not happy. You know, I don't think any of us are happy. But no. if we I've had almost 24 hours to think about this. And I and what did I say was the goal of this season is to make sure Carson Wentz is an elite quarterback. So with a lot of the games this year, yes wP is to blame. I think the defensive line is to blame. They're not getting to the quarterback. I think the offensive line has been better, but you know early in the season was was very mediocre.
1: Are you and- about to say it's all Carson's fault?
2: I'm not about to say it's all Carson's fault, but he's not playing at the level he did last year. Stats-wise, yeah, he looks good, but just when you see him play, he's not—he's not the MVP caliber player he was la- like he was last year. He's just not. So, if I don't care if we make the playoffs at this point, I really don't, because this team is not beating the Rams. They're not playing. They're not beating the Saints. You know, there's sure we might have some miracle run. Point, um, But I the remaining weeks of the season He's got to get back to show me That he can be an elite quarterback
1: Did Carson Wentz wrong you in a past life? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, did you fight him in Philadelphia? Um, I'm with you Amanda I think this is I. So I have a theory And I think it relates to Dougie P And the coaching this year But I think my theory is the missing ingredient is Frank Reich. Let me tell you why, Matt and Amanda. Hot take. Coming in hot. Do you know where Indianapolis is ranked this year in points per game in the league? No, but you're going
0: to. Yeah, I was just going to say, you're going to tell us very highly, unexpectedly highly.
1: They are sixth in points per game this year at 28.9. The Eagles are twenty first, sandwiched <laughs> between Detroit and Cleveland.
0: Believe <laughs> oh God, like. that is that is not good company to keep. Yeah, that's not so, good.
1: So I feel like test and control. We have Carson, we have Doug, but we don't have Frank. And our scoring efficiency is in the is in the gutter. The first quarter scripts all suck, and we're not lethal in the red zone or on third down. So. Last year's MVP, I think, is Frank Reich.
2: You know, who knows? You know, Diddy, who you we all love, said that was going to be a big loss, that people are going to underestimate the loss, and, you know, maybe you're exactly right. Uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing to refute that. He's so, done a great job with Indianapolis offense, with a quarterback who can't throw past 40 yards. No, um, you know, we have a quarterback here that, on paper, should be way better than he's been this year. He, you know, he's been great stat-wise, like I said, but he's also just not looked the same. And maybe, maybe the f- rapport was with Frank Reich more so than Dougie.
1: Yeah, and that's not to say that the defense hasn't been suspect, which it was, because Dallas is famously a predictable offense, and we got pushed around in the run game, which is a big surprise.
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask, how do you guys feel about? I mean, I think we can agree that Jim Schwartz has also been very disappointing this season, especially with the number of times they've given up those big third and
1: long plays. Third and 15, yeah. yeah. Third and 15 wide receiver screen.
2: But Last year we were always playing with the lead, right? So it's always easier for a defense when you're playing with the lead, whereas this year the offense gets off to a slow start. By the time the offense picks it up, then the defense can't stop anybody because – You know, maybe they're you know already worn down. Like we said, the secondary is now depleted, so it's it's the perfect storm. And as I said to GT last night, we're we're losing as a team. No,
1: it's it's an all-around terrible effort.
0: I totally agree with you, Matt. I mean, the fact that they're they're always starting off so slow, so they're always going to play catch up. I mean, mentally, that's just that's not good (laughs) for anybody.
1: So, so what needs to change, Matt? You're the owner of the Eagles, or you're Howie Roseman. You're the general manager. What What do you do if you had absolute power for a day?
2: I mean, we've already done. We already traded for another receiver. We're not getting anything as far as like new personnel. It's just, but give give Carson give Carson a game plan to, so he can succeed. Because the only shot we have this year is Carson. So, but GT,
0: was your question directed towards the season or just the future in general? Both. Bring Frank Reich back.
1: <laughs> Pay Frank Reich $14 million a year to be the offensive coordinator.
2: You know, it, the Patriots are the anomaly. Every team, for the most part in modern day NFL history, always struggles the year after a Super Bowl. It just you know the Seattle had a good run there for a little bit so you know that was a team in the NFC but you know as as my buddy pointed out when New England won their first Super Bowl they were eight and eight the next year and didn't make the playoffs and Tom Brady wasn't an elite quarterback when they won their first Super Bowl he was he was a game manager and then became it became an elite quarterback and then you know Belichick was the defensive guru that could always make adjustments and you realize over the years that. His assistants weren't nearly as good as he was always always the brains behind the operation. Hopefully, Doug takes a little step back. We, re- you know, we'll look back on it and say, "Wow, we really miss Frank Wright." But you know, if he's going to be, you know, an elite coach for, and this is just a one hit wonder, then you know, hopefully, this season, even if it's a bit of a lost season, we come back, you know, next year. And it, th- this team is defined by the offense, though. This team is defined by Carson Wentz, so if, you, if you're asking me where do we need to be great, it's on the opposite, offensive side of the ball, and then defense is good enough to win us games when we have a lead.
1: Listen, Amanda, if you're going to be an elite sister, I'm going to need <laughs> you to participate in this podcast. What? I'm kidding. This is what Matt always says. He's like, Carson, if you're going to be an elite quarterback, or Doug, if you're going to be an elite coach... Elites the standard. Hmm.
2: So, so, what is your standard? Mediocrity above <laughs> yeah, mediocrity. I'll,
1: I'll take above average. <laughs> take
2: he'll above he'll average put
0: here. he'll take meets expectations.
2: Yeah. During, you want, di- you, you want to have a franchise QB? Reviewing. Do you want him to be as good
1: as Donovan McNabb? Oh, he's better than McNabb. I'm just saying. I think that's irrefutable. <laughs> Because I do feel like what's happened this season is the game plans have been lackluster, and Carson is always pulling out a, a strident comeback. It just seems to fall short, which is where he needs improvement. You know, pulling
2: who, who threw a terrible interception to start the game?
1: Oh, it was god awful. But yeah, he, he so how's that on? How's that on Doug?
2: No, that was a terrible throw.
1: No, that wasn't on Doug. But I think to Amanda's point, the offense has had a bad first quarter in every single game. And that's not just because of Carson, I don't think. I just feel like every team comes prepared. Every defense comes prepared for whatever we're trotting out in the first quarter.
2: Right, but that's still, that's still just as much on Carson because they used to always brag that Carson had an active role in the game plan. True.
0: I'm beginning to think that Matt did does have a grudge against Carson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have a fight at a Santa Monica coffee shop that we don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> That's my latte.
2: He told me to sit down at the London game. Yeah. <laughs> On a big third down play. Matt said, your turtleneck
1: uh, is stupid.
2: I'll never forgive him. <laughs> dead to, dead that. to me. You're the dead to about me. A stylist.
0: And you need a new stylist, a.k.a. a new wife.
2: <laughs> and don't pre- post videos of your lame wedding dancing.
0: <laughs> Can we just talk about that for a second? I didn't watch it at first. And then I and then I was like, oh, wait, Matt sent that video. That was hilariously god-awful.
2: <laughs> Thank you. GT hadn't watched it either. I'm like, come on, you have to watch that. <laughs> like, that like, that's the perfect Carson Wentz. Like, oh, this is me having fun.
0: Like not in sync whatsoever, just looking completely lost. It was amazing.
1: Well, um, did you did you ever see uh, the Russell Wilson Ciara video with the Drake song? Russell no? Wilson can't dance f- to save his life.
0: Really? It's bad. Oh, I'm gonna have to look this up.
1: Yeah, it's a sensation. <laughs> Celebrities dra- dancing to Drake songs, or the one Drake song. <laughs> Apparently nimble NFL quarterbacks, they can't dance.
2: Yeah, well, if you're going to be a great quarterback, chances are you, you're not going to be a great dancer. The, you know, I feel like Tom Brady would probably be a bad dancer too. Oh, Tom Brady's a terrible dancer. And Drew Brees, bad dancer. Like, and Peyton Manning's probably an awful dancer.
1: Yeah, but Brock Osweiler's probably a great dancer. <laughs> Inversely correlated.
0: Wait, here's a question. Who, what position do you think would be the best dancer?
2: So wide receiver,
1: wide receiver,
2: cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Interesting. What's the
2: reasoning? The showboat, the showman, showman. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They're graceful in motion. You know, precise <laughs> footwork. Jerry Rice, one dancing with the stars. <laughs> so, did, so, so, did Evan up.
2: so did Evan Smith. So running back then too. Oh, I was. Been. I would have. I would have said running back. The right because the quick right feet.
1: Oh man! Uh, it was just. Amanda, how, how awful was it watching Zeke do the feed me?
0: Oh my god. So awful. It made me so mad. It just rubs it just rubs salt in the wound every time he does it. I'm like, okay, I get it.
1: You little yeah. shit. Yeah. Sweet hurdle. We know you were you were track in high school. Yeah. College. Whatever.
2: There's <laughs> nothing worse than losing the cowboys, especially at home.
1: Yeah. Oh my I mean. At
0: home, I mean, okay, in the beginning of the game, because I I don't know if you guys saw when they did the whole thing with the, you know, it's Veterans Day, they have President Bush come out. I was feeling all the feels. I was like, this is going to be a good night. You have Sunday night game versus the Cowboys at home, Veterans Day, and then you just completely shit the bed. I mean, you couldn't have any more motivation than that. Like, what the fuck?
1: Did you see George W. in the pregame? He was feeling it. Yeah, he was putting his arm around people.
0: It was it was lovely. I was feeling all the feels. Yeah, it was getting a little choked up.
1: GT
2: said I didn't have a good feeling about this game, and then when uh, Wentz threw that terrible interception, and then when they gave up that crappy touchdown at the end of the half, I said that's ball game. Oh
1: yeah, oh uh, yeah, the worst.
2: I mean, they just like looked like.
0: They just couldn't get anything off the ground. It was just so frustrating. And as you said, Matt, that interception was just so god-awful. I was like, well, this is going to be a long night.
1: So perversely, now that the Eagles seem to have counted themselves out of the playoffs because the Redskins won, not mathematically, but in spirit, are you secretly relieved that you can now watch the rest of the season and not care as much?
2: No. no, I'll still be mad.
1: Yeah, no, no. they will be psychotic.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll still, I'll still watch the Saints. But when it's twenty four to three in the middle of the second quarter, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, saw this one coming.
0: I just have a weird feeling that they're gonna. I have a weird feeling they're gonna win that game just because
2: just to out
1: fuck with us. Out of Yeah, out That's of a G- Gt said the same thing. <laughs> totally.
2: Gigi said we're gonna lose tonight and beat the Saints. Yeah. It's gonna
1: it's, it's gonna be like the uh the Minnesota Buffalo game where be double digit underdogs and yep. we'll win soundly. And no one will understand what has happened. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's I actually have an oddly good feeling about this game.
2: Well, I hope your oddly good feelings are right. Because then I'll be back on the bandwagon because especially Wentz has a great game of like, I always believed him. I was knew he was elite. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to find me every time I say elite now. Well, if <laughs> I
1: feel like Carson Carson could have like four interceptions, but if he throws the game winning touchdown, you'd be like that was an elite performance.
2: <laughs> no, if he throws four picks, I'll be like you got lucky. No.
1: Uh All right.
0: It just I, sucks just when they're out of it. I yeah. I just, I'm just like, literally. I I had my Eagles T-shirt on yesterday, and I just was like, I'm just putting this away for the rest of the year. I'm so mad.
2: <laughs> What's up, Dale?
0: <laughs> hey, Lisa, did you,
2: wait. Did you bang okay. your head?
0: Okay. Side note. <laughs> side note, team. So I always try to Facetime mom and dad over the weekend so they can see little man. Yeah, mom and,
1: screened my call this weekend.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't hear any- Yeah, I didn't hear anything from them. I was actually There starting are to get fires
1: lit- out here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are not- I was-
1: are, we- are they not concerned about us? There are fires <laughs> everywhere.
2: Your uh, wedding venue perished. Your yeah. beautiful Plains. wedding venue is gone.
0: Seriously. And so I was actually starting to get a little worried. I was like, are mom and dad okay? Like I haven't heard from them all. Naturally really-?
1: I made it about me and was like, Why are they screening my calls? <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, when do I hear from them? Oh, towards the end of the second quarter when they know that the game is gone to shit and they FaceTime me and are like, we turned off the game. We don't know what's happening. So at least I've
2: watched the game. So they're a unifying front of pouting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh my God.
0: Oh, then of course, GG. I was telling them about how the air quality in San Francisco has been so bad that, you know, it's been really tough to go outside. And and mom's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Where are these fires again?
2: (laughs) (laughs) She said the the same thing when we said that GT's wedding venue burned down.
0: I know. (laughs) Oh, parents. But, yeah, they both boycotted. Even Greg was like, I, I don't understand what's going on. I had to turn it off.
1: You know what? I just answered my own question, guys. If I were Jeffrey Laurie, I know exactly what I'd do. I'd hire Greg Graham Sr. as the <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> Doug, listen. Take a seat. <laughs> we noticed you need help. So we brought in <laughs> Greg here. He's going to go back to the fundamentals. how to catch the ball. Step one, <laughs> this is how you catch. <laughs> Step two, this is how, if you're a running back, you carry the ball and never fumble. Ever. It's all
2: good. I, I thought you guys pretty good on that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, if you hold the ball like this, you never fumble. Fumble. It's impossible. It can't be done.
2: Uh <sighs> Now, I, I disagree with you. I Yes, I will be upset, but thank God we won the Super Bowl last year. They can never take that away from us.
1: No, I listen, I wouldn't – Doug could coach like this for the next nine years. I still wouldn't fire him. He's got a ten-year yeah. grace period. Ten years.
2: Uh, I'll give him five.
0: I was going to say, ten. ten's a long time.
2: Yeah, if we're going eight and eight every year, we might as well be the, the next clapper.
1: Listen, if – if Hugh Jackson can survive three years, I'll give Doug ten.
2: <laughs> that's true. That that's a good counter. Or like I said, the clapper, how long has he been coaching?
1: Yeah, he's uh, the thing that was so frustrating to me about last night is you you got out coached by the clapper.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's just un- unforgivable. Yeah, that's just <laughs> you can't forgive that. He's
1: the epitome of mediocrity. It's like all right, Doug, you've had a bye week to prepare. All you have to do is outfox Jason Garrett, who couldn't even coach Downingtown High School to a state title.
2: He couldn't coach them to a Chessmont League victory. Yeah.
1: He, would be, he would be he would be five and five every year and never win the Chessmont.
2: Split between Henderson and East every year.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God,
2: it's
1: uh,
0: embarrassing. It is. But the good news is we've gotten used to
2: embarrassment this year, so that helps. Yeah, we've had a lot of ugly losses.
1: No, but not—well, th- well, what's been infuriating is we haven't been boat raced by anyone. Just, you know, infuriatingly, we lose to Tennessee or ca- the Cowboys on the last play of the game. Well, just
2: you wait. You got the Saints. You guys have this great feeling— I would say could, it's like not, we could
1: also get boat raced by halftime. It's a not terrible feeling.
2: With a depleted secondary, the defensive line has to be unbelievable.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. We're probably going to lose 54 to 12. <laughs> 12, by the way, 12 is four field goals.
2: Yeah, but but I have faith in 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 your guys' theory that we'll have a good game this week, but I don't believe it.
1: But the only way the only way it is a good game is if we score like thirty eight points or more.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, our average of like twenty is gonna get um Seventeen to twenty—that seems like what we always score these days.
1: Or Drew Brees gets a concussion and gets like pulled out of the game. Then I like <laughs> our chances.
2: <laughs> but, well, I hope Drew Brees doesn't get a concussion.
1: No, I'm not wishing that on him. But then you know they'd have to put in that read option decoy, Drew Brees, that they're like, throwing <laughs> in there. What's yeah, they love say? him. Yeah, some guy. Yeah, second rate Tebow.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
1: yeah. All right. Well, it was a fun season, guys. <laughs> should we just Should we just do the next podcast like four weeks from now and see how it's going?
2: <laughs> no, it's it's still fun to commiserate. <laughs>
1: God, it's so hard to watch
0: it. Can we just commiserate without watching? Is that possible?
2: <laughs> I, I, I will, I will still watch. Yeah, I'll still watch too.
1: There's not enough good things on TV, and um, not will watch it.
0: Oh, I disagree. All the good baking shows have started, guys.
1: Uh, I don't see. I don't. I don't like the baking shows because there's too much waiting around. Oh no,
0: I love it. It's so there's soothing. like a
1: big frenzy. A lot of sweating, a lot of stressing about, you know, how much fondant they're going to use. And then they just have to wait around for 45 minutes for the thing to bake. These are on the Food
2: Network? Well, there's
0: Great British Baking Show, which you can get on PBS and Netflix. And then the Food Network has the Holiday Baking Championship and then a Christmas Cookie Challenge.
1: By the way, Matt, there's a baking championship for every holiday. (laughs) Yes. Not just this one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They just finished the Halloween one, and now they're starting the holiday one. And then the American version of The Great Bake Off is happening on ABC, which they had to sack last year because the one host was accused of sexual harassment.
2: So now they're binging on someone who is, is uh, appropriately not in the Me Too movement? Exactly.
0: Wait,
1: is this on the Food Network, Amanda?
2: No,
0: that's on ABC. But it's the, a,
1: did you know that the Food Network guy was Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls?
0: Shut up. Really?
1: Yeah. Look it up. Yeah.
0: I thought he looked familiar. That's who it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. How far he's fallen. Although I still delight in all of the baking shows.
1: He seems pretty happy. You get to host a show about cakes. Sounds pretty good to me.
0: Yeah, seriously, what a delight. Hmm. Uh, GT, you still didn't tell us uh, your thoughts on your uh, medieval movie with Chris oh, I Pine. Told,
1: I told Matt it was exactly what I wanted. It's it's Braveheart the sequel. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There you go. I, oh, just, love it. I just
0: I just want to hear you
2: talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lot of, uh it's really violent. It's incredibly violent, mm, shockingly violent.
2: Outlaw King is what we were talking about on Netflix. I don't know if people yes, know you're talking about. <laughs> Brought to
1: you by Netflix. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then we should give people a Survivor update. What do we think about this season of Survivor? I'm loving it. Although I'm concerned for my friend Christian.
1: Yeah, no, I have a big rooting interest in Christian, but he's definitely going down this episode. Yeah. People are realizing. I can't believe they didn't snipe down Angelina last episode. Ugh! Seriously, I thought they were gonna whisper, whisper into an Angelina vote.
2: Yeah, they just whispered for like nothing. That was such a tease. Yeah, they were clearly like, stick with the plan.
1: (laughs) You know what? You know what? (laughs) But
2: I I didn't really. They had all the Davids on their side the whole time, too. Yeah, that was the surprise.
1: You know what that means? They that cowboy hat lady must be really annoying if they stuck to the plan.
2: Yeah, they were like, peace <laughs> out. They were like,
1: anything's better than you.
2: Yeah, and compared, to, and compared
0: to Angelina, that's saying something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because Angelina's the worst. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. she's awful.
0: Uh, I also like the wrestler guy.
1: Her, I don't know if it, Gabby or Angelina is worse.
0: Angelina's definitely worse, but G- Gabby's just like... Get your shit together, Gabby. Like calm
1: down. Oh, yeah. I think it's all I think it's all a device to elicit sympathy.
2: Yeah, Christian needs to ditch her if he if he has any shot.
1: Yeah. He's gotta he's gotta a align with the brochachos and ditch Gabby.
2: No, I think he's gotta align with the, the dude. Although the, yeah, the one brochachos oh, two, two idols. Yeah. Is, is he a bartender, the one with the great curly hair? Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy. That's his man.
1: Yeah, I like that guy.
2: Yeah, I like him too.
1: Really?
0: I yeah. found him annoying. So I like, like the wrestler guy. I the
2: wrestler think the, guy
1: is great, but he's. Not I think the SWAT
2: team guy yeah. is annoying, and his his uh, survivor oh,
0: that's girlfriend. Oh, I was. I was, I was getting them mixed up. I was thinking of the SWAT. The SWAT team guy is the one with two idols.
1: Yeah, yes. that guy's
0: annoying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I agree. I do like the bartender guy, Alec.
1: Yes, yeah. Alec.
0: Yeah, yes. I like him.
1: Yeah, like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's handsome, understated, but he plays hard. Agreed.
0: I totally agree. Yeah. And I like that he's willing to do whatever it takes. He's not
2: like sticking with the Dave or the Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. I hope the SWAT team guy goes down with two idols in his pocket. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, I think that's
1: coming. I (laughs) think so too. Or (laughs) or he's going to like blow both of them on other people.
2: Yeah, his girlfriend. yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hopefully the Eagles <laughs> can survive <laughs>
0: next okay. week against New Orleans. Yeah, so we should just talk about Survivor for the rest of the season.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, hard pivot to a Survivor podcast? <laughs> we'll start every Eagles season as an Eagles podcast and then see how it goes. <laughs> and then if we need to pivot to Survivor, we can
2: we have so many interests.
1: Really, we we have like two. <laughs> well, we, Chris Pine's penis is apparently the yeah. third. And Amanda's got baking
2: shows. <laughs> All right, then. Until, until next time.
0: we got a lot, a lot of irons in the fire. Don't worry, guys.
1: A lot of irons in the fire, unlike baby Doug Peterson's game plan. Dead down. on arrival. <laughs>
2: Uh, Alright then, that was fun.
1: Alright, good talk. See <laughs> Alright, see you out there. Bye. Bye. takes a lot to change your plans. Had a train to change your mind. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die.
0: Oh, maybe it's time to let the old ways
1: die.